Chapter 1 The soft, cold soil fell to the ground as Godfrey rubbed his liver-spotted hands together and stood up straight. He had just finished turning over the soil on his vegetable patch. Tomorrow he would plant some new potatoes and maybe some onions. Picking up the garden fork on the way, he strolled over to a small garden shed. After he'd put the tools away, he bypassed the geranium patch and headed towards the white brick house. Godfrey was 85 years old, yet still appeared to be as active as someone years younger. He had little hair left, which wasn't very surprising. That had been the first thing to go. Then his teeth, and only recently his hearing. He grimaced as he went to turn the handle on the back door of the house. His arthritis gave him pain sometimes, especially after he'd been digging. Even though he liked his independence, he was glad he had someone to make his meals and to help do things he couldn't cope with now. As he entered the kitchen, he heard the front door's bell ring. It was probably Catherine, the young girl, who came to help him each day. She was the granddaughter of one of his wife's friends. Ever since his wife had passed away three years previous, her friend had sent Catherine round to help him. With much difficulty, he managed to open the front door. In front of him stood a petite, red-haired girl in her mid-twenties. She gave a sparkling, white-toothed grin. "'Hello, Mr. Dewhurst,' she said as Godfrey gestured for her to enter. As she did, he said, "'How are you today, my dear?' "'I'm fine. And yourself?' Catherine answered, putting her bag down on the floor and walking into the kitchen. In her hand she carried a plate that was covered in tinfoil. Godfrey eyed the plate and gave a hearty laugh. So what's on the menu today? He said this every day. Catherine placed the plate down on the work surface in the kitchen. Oh, Mum made her speciality, shepherd's pie today. Godfrey smiled. Oh, my favourite! This too, he said every day. It got on Catherine's nerves. Godfrey stood at the sink and started to wash his hands with the zingy smelling hand wash Catherine had brought the previous week. Catherine waited for him to say, Oh, my hands smell like bloody lemons now. Godfrey put his hands to his nose and sniffed. Oh, my hands smell like lemons now. Catherine rolled her eyes out of eyeshot of Godfrey, removed the tin foil from the plate and placed it in the silver microwave. Paul was a short man with hazel coloured eyes. Blonde shoulder-length hair with a few braids, it consisted of what people would call a hairstyle. He was sat on one of the orange plastic chairs, riddled with cigarette burns and bolted to the floor in the greasiest of greasy spoon cafes, the Café Royale. Opposite him sat his two friends, Tim and Richard. Tim was a good six inches taller than Paul, standing six foot two. He had neatly combed black hair with a side parting and looked as though he should have been a chartered accountant or something, maybe an athlete. Sitting to the right of Tim sat Richard, a mousy-haired man of medium height with an innocent boyish face. He stared at Paul, who was busy chatting to Tim and himself while scribbling in a notepad. I tell you, when his wife popped her clogs, she left all the jewellery, really expensive stuff, Paul said quietly, always looking around himself to make sure nobody was in listening distance. He continued, He has a load of cash hidden away in a tin beneath his bed, can't be asked with banks. How can you be so sure? Tim interrupted. I mean, it's not as if you've actually been in there. Paul rolled his eyes, tutted, and muttered something under his breath. Listen, Caff's been through his stuff. He's minted. We'd be caught for sure. What if the old guy wakes up? Asked Richard worriedly. He won't. He sleeps like the dead. You could go in there with a brass band and he'd still sleep through it. Paul reassured Richard. Besides, if he does, you can sing him a fucking lullaby. Don't worry, okay? Richard sighed long and hard. So it's tomorrow night, 
Yet, Richie, Paul clapped his hands and smiled through chipped teeth. This time next week we'll be a few hundred, if not thousand pounds better off. Tim laughed excitedly. You better remember the key. Paul's hand disappeared down his T-shirt and pulled out a chain that was round his neck. Upon this chain was a small silver key. 